0: 1015 FM, 720 AM. k the talk of
1: Las Vegas. Joe DeFalco and your host Mark Hoke Hey hey
0: Ho ho. Heidi, Heidi, Heidi Hi, Heidi Heidi, Heidi ho. Oh, there we go. Mark Hoke show everybody. <laughs> we're doing a bonus hour just for you. You know why? Because we love you? Because we're awesome. Oh, good Lord. Andrew Fishfane sitting across from me. Just don't give me a skull-crushing finale in the he's, studio. He's wishing he wasn't, but that's okay. Of course, uh, co-host on Monday nights of SportsX Radio with uh, Bernard Chips-Barnes. NBA Playoff Preview Edition tomorrow night. Woo-hoo. Did you guys know, by the way, they turned me into malt vinegar on when I produced their show? We tried tartar sauce, but tartar malt vinegar worked better. Not, not good. And, of course, Joe DeFalco from future stars of wrestling he is the lord the king the overmaster the man that legitimizes us both yes
1: uh, you know i have a question for you oh now again you see it on facebook so you never know if it's real and i'm assuming it isn't but i wanted to just get clarification they showed something and it was talking about cody rhodes versus the miz on a raw i'm assuming that's a joke right
2: <laughs> no that is not a joke Seriously? Red alert. That is the match scheduled for tomorrow night.
1: Okay. Uh, I was wondering. Because, you know, they got to recreate uh, the MGF, MJF uh, Chris Jericho promo thing. So, you know, what better way?
0: That is truly an American nightmare. Nobody?
1: No. I no. can't wait for the mixed tag, Brandy and Cody against the Miz and Maurice. That's oh, what I'm really
0: looking it's going it
1: to be a slow build that we'll see it at next WrestleMania. Oh, God, I just <laughs> threw up in my mouth. Not good. No. And Maurice is going to pin uh, Cody, Cody Rhodes just like when Undertaker's wife pinned DDP to put him over. Would
0: I don't know. If I was Cody Rhodes, I'd be down with that finish. <laughs> That's just me. Anyway, best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. <laughs> Oh, my God. What Could you imagine if we did for? three? What have we devolved into? Oh. We're sports entertainment, brother. <sighs> That's what we are. We're sports entertainers. But,
2: yes, Cody Rhodes
0: versus The Miz is scheduled for tomorrow night. Yeah. By the way, uh. by the way, our buddy Chris Winn, and, and for those who don't know who Chris is, Chris kind of does radio all over the valley. He's a jack of all trades. He is not. You know, Ken Thompson from SportsX Radio calls me the Jose Akendo of of Kate on because I do the politics. Sometimes I'll fill in the politics I, I thought it was Cause you were short in his show. I'm going to ignore you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, whatever. Chris is kind of the same way, except the problem for Chris is he's always wrong whenever he says stuff on the air. And once again, I'm going to prove Chris wrong because he said he was, he texted us during the show. And was saying he said about, that you were smart? So yeah, you're correct. He is wrong. Okay, All no, no, I wasn't referring to that. Oh, uh, but he, he was just saying, you know, that I'm the, num- you know, joking around about being the number one Mark Hoke in America. Google me I right do, now. I, not. I googled oh, myself oh, you need on to the break. Go on to Google. I thought I, I thought go- Google me was it was wow. a new vernacular term. I, I I googled myself on the break.
1: Yeah.
0: You get arrested for doing that in like 36 states. Yeah, I'd probably get fired if they saw me doing it. too. But anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. But 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 just because I'm fascinated to make sure my search engine and everything is going okay. And yes, I you put in Mark Hoke and I'm the number one that comes up on the planet, the planet, by the way. But I did see a new one surface. There's some dude Nido, some basketball player. Should we look at him real quick? Sportsreference.com yeah, that, com. A
1: basketball player. Nobody would confuse that with you from. Yeah.
0: From, yeah, and, then and, and how does this guy get in here? Because he hasn't he hasn't played since '86.
2: Well, you you are closer to a basketball than a basketball
0: I'll player. I totally agree with that. But I'd never <laughs> seen this guy pop up before, so I don't know. I don't know if people are digging this dude up or they're looking for me and finding some dude from Idaho. But whatever, all good.
1: Not- yeah, my searches have been about the USFL and seeing if uh, Doug Flutie and Herschel Walker are playing for the Generals.
0: So that would be fun. <laughs>
2: How would that be a throwback? What is it? I think it's, it kicks off next weekend. That's I think, what
1: I saw. I think so. New Jersey Generals.
2: Yeah, and, and the Birmingham Stallions. And they're all playing yeah. in, in
1: Birmingham, right? That's, all the games are in Birmingham? No, there's only one home stadium.
0: Yeah, yeah Birmingham. Yeah, that's going to be
1: something. Yeah, and and there's three games, so it's well worth the $5 ticket to go see three games. That'll work.
0: (laughs) That'll work. Hopefully the beers aren't, you know, 25 So let's get into a little bit, a couple of news stories that popped up this week before we dive into the TV shows. The first one, boy, is this a messed up story. Of course, MSK won the NXT tag team titles on WrestleMania weekend. Not for very long. And guess what? Nash Carter, one of the two members of MSK, has been released
1: by WWE. They decided to vacate the belts.
0: Is that what they did? They haven't. Have they? Have they made an announcement on that yet? Because I haven't heard anything.
1: No, I, I saw it the other day, and it was a weird way that they, you know, made it. They were going to decide uh, on Tuesday what was going to happen, but it was like uh, they vacated the belt. and it was like, well, it was a little more than just vacating the belts. Yeah. The so terminology seemed kind of weird like i don't know
2: and and i was gonna ask did they give any reasoning for the for behind the vacating of the belts i mean they have to because they can't just say we're vacating the belts don't they have to mention it without mentioning it don't they have to mention it
1: i guess uh, you know i've uh, again it's facebook it's twitter you see all this stuff I, I know zachary wentz we actually were together in uh china when the Uh, that OWE we were involved with was wrestling shows out there. And, you know, I've hung out with them a few times when they wrestled here. And from what I hear, that, you know, that situation is far more convoluted than we know. And the story is a lot bigger, I guess you could say. There's a lot of questions when it goes there. So, again, it's kind of like that situation to where – you know, like Enzo, or after the fact, Enzo was basically cleared of all charges, but they still released him beforehand.
0: Yeah. This, this. So, just to go over what what has happened, uh, his wife, who is also a wrestler, Kimberly, uh, put a couple pictures up on uh, on on social media on Monday on Twitter uh, with the tweet saying, "Hey WWE NXT, this is my face after your." Tag champ Nash Carter, WWE, got wasted and hit me so hard he split my lip open. He told me I'm a wrestler, so I'm always marked up. I hid this for a year and even forgave him, but I can't hide it anymore. Then another one got put up with him having a a Hitler mustache and doing a Nazi salute, and she ripped him again. And uh, apparently WWE fired him over the Hitler photo. So being stupid and you know, decide to make you look yourself look like Hitler and goofing around is I I mean just yeah, didn't fly. But the domestic violence allegations, boy, I'll tell you there have been a lot of people that have been coming out and defending him about this and saying yeah, as even, you said, uh, Joe, there's a lot of people are saying like. that this is yeah, I mean, that are saying that you haven't seen the text, you don't know what's going on, but WWE released him. But if it's apparently based, over it, the it, Hitler photo,
2: but if it's based on the Hitler photo, there's no there is no context in which that that's okay.
1: Oh, it's stupid. Maybe he was yeah. doing a Halloween costume. I remember JBL in Germany was doing the goose step and everything else. And you know, you, you're gonna fire everybody for everything. Yeah,
2: I mean, it, unfortunately, in this culture nowadays, yes,
0: I would. I you know would I would I I mean because I I think everybody at some point has probably done something stupid like that, but putting the Don't take a photo. Don't put it on social media. If
1: you're goofing around, that's that's the thing. There's a lot of idiots in this world, and it's like, but, man, they're going after stuff. Uh, Look at Brian Kendrick. It was something he said nine years ago. Miraculously, how coincidental he just gets released from WWE, signs with AEW, and the day before his debut, uh, some statements that he made when he was a 21 year old kid comes out, and now they can't use him. Yeah,
0: and you know we remember Rich Swan who had allegations yeah. against him as well that proved to be unfounded. They're, 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 um, those
2: were like kidnapping allegations, yeah, weren't was, they? It
0: was kidnapping, and, and I believe domestic violence and all that stuff. And they, he ends up, you know, going to Impact and doing great. Uh, so it's this will be a very interesting story to follow, and you know, of course, we just had the situation situation with Jeff Hardy, where he wouldn't take the drug test after he walked out during that. But see, that, that I think was match. more
2: of a plan by Jeff Hardy to get to get himself released. Well, it
0: might have been, but 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 the the point I'm trying to make on that is. That WWE sometimes jumps the gun on these releases a little bit.
2: Yes no, and no, because again, if there is even if it's a Halloween costume, there is no context in which doing a Hitler mustache well, and Nazi d- salute is is okay. Well, and I don't I don't
0: even know if it was a Halloween costume. He was goofing
2: around, right? I'm but, saying, but, that, but, that but be, yeah, I agree. I agree. That, that would that be the only. That, that would be the only, even semi acceptable portion of it is yeah. if it was a Halloween costume, and even that's not acceptable.
1: If he's well, it's athlete. kind of the saying, you know, we'd rather get rid of you a year earlier than a year, a year too later. later. Absolutely. Right. So, yeah, so. You know?
2: Because and he's right. Because then the, again, people are all, if if he is kept on, and then it turns out to be all the all the allegations are are, are correct. Then people are be- blasting WWE. How could you keep him on? How could you keep when you when these allegations are hanging over his head? They're, they're, I mean, WWE in that point are in a no win situation because if they're if the allegations are proven correct, then he had no reason
0: to be kept on, and if they're wrong, then they had no reason to let him go. I, I, you know, I I almost wonder if they should have just suspended him first.
1: Well, I just, just saw. a... Uh, uh... Of all people, Velveteen Dream. Oh, there's uh, yeah. came out uh, recently before this, so it wasn't like it was because of that. But you know, supposedly he's been cleared, yep. according to him. You know, I haven't followed the case, so he he's looking to get back into the wrestling because he is clear of it. And we had an issue with somebody that you know had some issues, and his was different than the cancel culture thing. It was you know him and his ex girlfriend and. You know, things went awry, and you know he checked himself into rehab and tried to better himself. And the allegations came out publicly like a year and a half after he'd already finished rehab. And again, it was a one-on-one situation, and you know we thought he'd paid his, you know, paid the price, and he was looking to better himself. And the minute we tried to uh, put him back on the show. Uh, all hell broke loose and we had to, you know, not do it just because it was like, when does somebody get a second chance? When does somebody said, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm here's some penance for what I've done. I'm trying to better myself. I had a problem. I fixed the problem, but you know, Mike Tyson is beloved again.
2: Yeah, I would say it happens in our world. Depending on your talent level, the WWE gave even gave Velveteen Dream. They did give him a second chance because he did come back originally after it. And part of it's because they saw him to be the superstar that they don't see uh, Carter Carter Nash
1: being. Right, or or a Sammy Guevara with what he said. I didn't take offense to it. He was just being an idiot. You know, there was better ways to use what he'd like to do to one of the WWE divas. Uh, and he, without a doubt, picked the wrong word, but obviously they liked him so much they suspended him for 30 days and made him the team champion. Yeah,
0: and, and one interesting part about the story, too, is these allegations had actually started to surface before they put the belts on MSK. So they took the chance and put the belts on him, and, and apparently they thought that the, the, at least the allegations of abuse had no weight, so they didn't worry about it.
1: But now, well, speak, we, speaking we're gonna, of tag teams, uh, the tag team champion now had serious allegations. Matt Riddle.
0: That's true.
2: I see, I don't, I don't know. I didn't know about Riddle. Yeah, yeah. Riddle had some yeah, stuff. Yeah, Riddle her too. was
1: with somebody other than his wife, and at times she claims it was consensual, but at other times she claimed it wasn't, and that became a big deal. And I guess they investigated it. And they were okay with riddle story, I guess. So I mean, like but they didn't say, you know what, this has come out, you admitted to doing what you did, now we're going to fire you. It's gonna be like, no, we're gonna do an internal investigation and see what we come up with. Yeah. And, you know, it's a shame if if uh I, I guess Nash Carter's his name now yeah. uh is innocent he's kind of going to be blackballed for a while.
2: Uh, I mean, it, it, but it's happening throughout all of the sport. It's not just, obviously, wrestling, because if you look at the Trevor Bauer situation, the same thing. He's been proven completely innocent from from what he said and what the woman said, but he's still on administrative leave, and who knows if he's ever going to pitch again to Sean Watson. Yeah,
1: no, the, no doubt. It's it, 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 everything. Yeah, And I get it. It's a touchy situation, but it was like usually, you know, if it was – Today, Ben Roethlisberger would never have been a Hall of Fame quarterback.
2: Oh, you are absolutely correct, because the allegations are uh, in Georgia that happened. No, the, you, it, I guess timing really is everything, and it's ridiculous to say, but it, it is so true, because that's the difference between where we live now and where we lived just 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, so to wrap that up, there will apparently be new NXT Tag Team Champions, and with Imperium being split up, I imagine the Creed brothers are, are probably, first probably in line. Probably going to be the ones that everybody thought they were going to get the belts anyway, and they're going to have them soon enough.
1: Well, maybe uh, they'll have the Usos win those belts too.
0: There you go, and another expedition of gold.
1: Yeah. That'll be fun.
0: Um, but another bad story, and I'll tell you what this this woman. I don't know how she hasn't gotten help. How she has oh, managed sunny. to keep going, but. Of course, Tammy, Tammy Sitch, of course, known as Sonny, WWE Hall of Famer, um, and, uh, was in a car, car accident on March 25th where a 75 year old man was killed in the crash. Uh, apparently, Sonny was uh, intoxicated in a couple different ways.
1: and Well, they, apparently, I, I didn't
2: think they knew if she was in, at least it hasn't come out yet whether they thought she was intoxicated. They don't know yet. Yeah, so
1: no sunny days ahead. She has. This was
0: would be her if the, if she's uh, nailed for DWI. It's, it's like her fifth strike, seventh, seventh, seventh. Also arrested on weapons charges and terroristic uh, threat charges. Just this year, on top of everything else, she has been in trouble constantly. I mean, that's a sad story. Right? It is a really sad she,
2: story. And I, she was the, I mean, they call her the original diva. And although I think Miss Elizabeth was more of an original diva than she was. I mean, I what guess about you Missy could, how about say, You can go back what about to about Miss Precious? Precious. Yeah,
0: I know. I got gotcha. you. Baby doll. All right. Easy there, Tiger. I, Sapphire. Now you went forward and that, and that that's just ridiculous. John. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, I just, you know, I don't, I'm not inside enough to know. If people have tried to help her out and she's refused or what's going on, but this time... can help
1: somebody who don't want to be helped. Yeah. I was just
0: going to say the very same thing. It looks like this could be... It. This could be it. Because
2: she for, could be Yeah, because that, that's vehicular manslaughter. That's probably 10 to 15 years. At least. Yeah,
1: I heard they have the 30 strike rule now in Florida, so... <laughs> so, um
0: we may be saying goodbye to Sonny for a long time. Sad story there, so... You know, but hopefully... No matter what, she'll get the help she needs, and even if she gets out when she's sixty or something like that, you know she'll be able to live a normal life. But
1: you would, wow. you would have think Shawn Michaels would have went over there and helped her find God. Wow,
0: I heard he did, but that was before he changed his ways. <laughs> hey, now. Anyway, so those so those were those were the bummers after WrestleMania weekend. Unbelievable.
1: Do you have any good stories to talk about? Do I have good stories?
0: You know what. I want to have some fun with this one. Let's let's go to AEW land for a little
1: bit, shall we? Well, uh, he always AEW to him is always a good story. It, it's
0: amazing,
2: isn't it? Well, there were there were. He is such an AEW mark. All I'm going to say about it is this: You were, dude. Admit it. You're just an AEW mark. Yeah, no. well, I, I what are we going to
1: hear about Jade
0: Cargill today? No, we're not talking about Jade Cargill. But I wanted to talk about FTR, who had a, a terrific match with the Young Bucks. That everybody, of course, going they about. did. Of course, they are. Did you see it? No, I didn't have to. See? Because everyone's going to go crazy about it. Well, it was it was pretty good.
1: Joe, did you see the FTR after, bucks? I Let
0: there are a couple of spots for nah, the Bucks in there. And... I didn't.
1: Uh, the, the, I, I don't know. I'd rather see the Briscoes myself. but
0: Well, the FTR Briscoes match on uh, uh, the Ring of Honor Supercard was – I that one I didn't right. get to see yet. That one was pretty amazing, too. But boy, FTR. All these teams
1: carrying FTR.
0: Wow. Do, do you really feel – I'm curious. Do you really feel that way?
1: No, I I think they're good, but the hype about them, you know, the Briscoes have been at that level for for years. So is Pentagon and Phoenix. So is the Young Bucks, you know. And I guess they're the the you know the the, the good old flavor of the month, flavor of the year. They're they're very very good, but let's see them do it for ten or fifteen years. Like they're they're being spoken about. It's just they they they're the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express, the Road Warriors. They're not. They're a very good tag team who someday could be in that, in that uh, you know, greatest category, but they're nowhere near that.
2: Fish, what do you think about that? I think he's absolutely right. I think they speak of them like they're already in that pantheon of greatness and they're not there.
1: Did they really do anything in WWE?
0: Well, of course, when they were the revival in NXT, you know, they had that amazing feud with DIY. And then when they came up, yeah, they did win the titles, but then... They kind of got buried, in because they weren't a Vince McMahon type tag team, you know they, you know they had the the back shaving thing that they did in the locker room with the Usos, making fun of them and all that kind of stuff, and you know it just wasn't their wasn't their style. Um, but I, you know, the one thing, but I, but I will defend FTR quite a bit because I, of course you will. Well, I will because because you're an AEW Mark. Well, no, it's not that. It's just I think that they are so slick in what they do in the ring, and if you see that match. You, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, they just do so many. They remind me a lot of like an Arnie Anderson, Tully Blanchard type team or a, a Midnight Express that they are uh, yeah. really slick with the little stuff that they do and the little touches that they have when they do their matches that, you know, I, I mean, I get a kick out of it because I like seeing those those smart, strategic things you can stick in a match that just make you go, oh, wow. You know, I never thought of that.
1: Uh, see at the, at their hype, I was I was more into watching Pentagon and Phoenix feuding against Santana and Ortiz and Impact, and I've not gotten the opportunity to see Santana and Ortiz in AEW. You know whose fault is that? Are they not? Why are they not allowing them to break out the way FTR was given the freedom? And that's the key. If you get the freedom to do what you can do best uh you know obviously you're going to shine. are they very good? absolutely, but there's so many other teams that are that are fantastic, so you know I put them on a level with a with these. to me they 're the second tier you know of the of the young bucks and pentagon and phoenix and and that crew so that's just my opinion okay
0: fair enough i I mean I think they're up there, but that's just me again, of course you do. I've I've liked FTR I've liked those guys since they were in NXT. This isn't just a uh, an AEW thing for me. I mean, I thought okay. that the, when they when they were wrestle were wrestling Gargano and Ciampa, that those matches were absolutely incredible. I, I have been a fan of theirs since then, and I really I really enjoy FTR. I really do. I think they're the the way that they plan their matches out is pretty fantastic. So. Just putting it out
1: yeah, there they're not even as good as the Motor City machine guns were. Ooh.
0: Okay. I'm I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one, Joe, but all right. Everybody's got their opinions.
1: But I different but, styles too, you know. I, I like a little bit more of the that, that, that fast paced tag team stuff. You know, Tully and Arn were great in nineteen ninety two.
0: Well, and they and if I and I, if you see the match with the Bucks, I think you i think you'll enjoy the match because it was pretty uh that, yeah, that one was a fast paced match too. was it spotty for the bucks um cuz all the bucks matches are spotty and that's my issue with the bucks
1: and they don't sell very at, much
0: at a couple of points yeah but but honestly like the first 10 minutes was pretty sensational you know and, and and it was it was not a spot fest at the beginning of that match so yeah go go watch it and you know next week maybe we can talk about it a little bit more
1: yeah i i will put that on my bucket list for the week
0: yeah i i I'll tell you it was worth it was worth fifteen minutes or so, so got it i i
1: like I said I really you know enjoyed if that. I had to sit through some of those crappy Wrestlemania matches, I can sit through that
0: yeah because i I'm, I'm yeah, gonna tell I you that, that the truth that match was better than just about anything on WrestleMania. it really was honest to God guys, I know you're, you're, you're again, up. of course it was well, it was okay, watch the match and when okay. you come back next week, you tell me okay, all right
1: of well, course. Oh, oh, oh. And to be honest, when it comes to pure wrestling, the AEW matches are more fun to watch than the WWE because everything's stifled in that TV time and it's run that way. It's like what I feel about Impact Wrestling. They have some of the best super indie guys that if I booked on a show like I did when we booked Pentagon and Phoenix, it was, it was more special than when they wrestled on Impact. And even with the turnout, it was better than it impact because those guys are are, are conformed into a six-minute television segment right. where it's like this, 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 and this, and the match is over, while on the indies, that's why Brian Cage can make tons of money, yet he's still trying to wrestle every weekend because he wants to have fun because he gotcha. loves wrestling.
0: Hey, Joey I, Joey, I hate to cut you off, but we're heading out here. Uh, we will be back for the second and a half hour of the Mark Hoke Show. Stick around. We'll be Time right
1: flying. Back. Time flying. Yeah.
0: Want more of the Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show and visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.PodBeam.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join the Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening. 1015 FM, 720 AM, Don, The Talk of Las
1: Vegas. Now, let's return to the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. I am not a total Mark for AEW.
0: I enjoy the wrestling. You believe what you want to believe. And
1: he's a fan. He's not a Mark.
0: Yeah. Can a Mark be a Mark? Without it being, I don't know. I don't know. Just not good. You could be. I could be, I guess. Whatever. We'll change the name and then I'll go by my middle name, Giuseppe. No, it's not my
1: middle name, and I'm not telling you. Andrew It's similar to the WWE apologists. You know, there's a lot of the fans that, you know, AEW or WWE can do no wrong, AEW can do no right. And the good part about it is for 20, 30 years, there wasn't that discussion anymore. Because there was only the one game in town, and many people felt because there was no other game in town that WWE suffered drastically, which they did. And they still do it. But
2: us say the sad part is, is WWE hasn't upped its game with the with the challenge of AEW, and it's partly because they don't see it as a challenge because they're putting on two different products. WWE and WCW were very similar. AEW is different than WWE, and AEW is about the wrestling, while WWE is about the entertainment.
1: I don't know. If- well, WWE is about making money. And they make their money without even having to run a house show and put people in stands because all the deals they got between Peacock and Saudi Arabia that they could just run Saudi Arabia and air their shows on Peacock and they never have to worry about doing an outside show again.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter what the ratings are. I mean, as long as they're solid, they're all right. But but it's interesting that you said what you just said there about um the comparison with WCW and so on. You know, I don't know if when I when I look at AEW, they remind me more of the NWA. The old NWA, not the current one, obviously. Uh, because WCW was a little more entertainment-y too. I mean they did some pretty Stuff on that's that what that I just show. said. WCW was a lo- was like the WWE. Oh, okay. Whereas, is whereas AEW
2: is different, and that's why I said you can WCW and WWE were very comparable. So that's why that fight was a I don't know fair fight is the right term, but you were, they were on the same level. Yeah. AEW okay, and WWE are on totally different levels because they want to be on different levels. AEW is more about the wrestling, which as a wrestling fan you enjoy more than the entertainment aspect, which is what the WWE is about. As as Joe said, which is making money.
1: Well, and, and... A, to me AEW is basically. The ROH on steroids, you know. If if Sinclair, who has, you know, maybe not 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 Tony Khan money or his daddy Khan money, but they had tons of money that they never really invested, uh, you know. They have all these television stations. Ring of Honor could have been what AEW is, and there would have been no Tony Khan.
0: Yep, they had the chance and they passed. Yes, yeah.
1: you know. Just look smart. at the first thing that they, you know, they funded all in you know they and that was their downfall. Hey yeah, we'll do this for you Cody and and Bucks and then so where that got him.
0: Yep. Whoopsie. But um you know but it's interesting you bring up cuz I was I was going to kind of lead into that with something that happened on uh Rampage on Friday night on AEW. Wheeler Yuta, who's kind of a mid-card kind of dude floating around. Well, now all of a sudden he has earned his way into the Blackpool Combat Club with Danielson and Moxley. And the match that Yuta just had with Moxley on Friday night, I didn't think that Yuta was capable of doing the psychology-type things that he did in the ring. Got busted open and just showed a ton of emotion during that match. Um, And Moxley was working him stiff. I mean, it was was a pretty hard-hitting match. Um, But with... With AEW, they seem to really have the ring psychology part of it down. Some of the wrestlers, obviously, a little green, you know, some shaky moments at times. It's gotten better, obviously, from the start. But the one thing that they seem to do really well is draw you in emotionally in a match. Well, that's, more that's, than anybody I've ever seen. Well, that, I mean, that's, it's, that's what I
2: was talking about. That was that's the wrestling part of it. that WWE doesn't seem interested in.
0: And I and what and what I can't understand is why. And and we were talking about Charlotte and Rousey last week at WrestleMania, and the thing that took that pulled that match from being ugh, to being pretty solid was those two actually threw a lot of emotion in the match, and it just seems like and I can't understand why WWE doesn't. Incorporate that more because and, they don't need to,
1: right? Yeah, they don't need but to. But what would happen when, if they did? But they they well, don't. That, care. That, if that, they if the they did, we we they do by mistake. Hmm. We see it and it's like, oh wow, see, and it's like, if if it does happen, it was it it, it was a fluke. It, it, it happens just because it happens. Sometimes you have really good people in there and they have pride in themselves and they go out there and they do what they can to try to steal the show. You know, that that was the moniker back in the Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart feud and things like that, where each guy wanted to one-up the other. While WWE focuses on, like, you know, talk about guys that are green. You're going to say Madcap Moss ain't green. That guy's been doing it for a long time. He's still green. Happy Corbin can't even bump right. You know, if you look at it that way,
2: it's it's so, it's why going yeah. into going into WrestleMania, people are looking forward to seeing the Edge AJ, AJ Styles match because that was going to be a match that could have had that ring psychology because those are two wrestlers that people know are, go, are going to do exactly what needs to be done to try to steal the show.
1: But and those are two guys that there's no repercussions if they do what they want.
0: Yeah, it just it just stuns me how WWE has become so cookie cutter, and they don't realize if they would pull that element in, that people would be going crazy.
1: People don't realize it, but 30 years ago, when Rey Mysterio became a star, he was the only one allowed to go on the top rope and do a bunch of different stuff. Then, when Ray kind of got banged up and disappeared, they let Matt Seidel, Evan Bourne, Be that guy. And guess what? Evan Bourne became a huge star because he was doing all the cool stuff that they let him do. There's a lot of guys who can do that, but they're grounded, and they're basically told not to do it.
0: Hmm, Good point. Yeah. I I don't know. WWE is a very strange land sometimes.
2: It's it's because WWE, as Joe said, they don't need to because... They're going to draw them. They're going to get the money regardless of what they do. So why they don't have to put in the extra effort? AEW has to put, has to put in the extra effort because it wants to keep their fan base and because they do a great job with it. So they're going to do that just to keep what they have.
1: Yeah. Well, and, you know, as and, ma- I'm sorry. Go I was going to say as many egos as WCW had back in the day with guys like Nash and all them up, up top. Eric Bischoff brought in the Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Psychosis, and they would open the show with maybe the best match of the night and got them noticed in a different way because of the wrestling and then they would do the the horribly gimmicked, you know, main event where there was 30 guys interfering and there was dusty finishes all over the place. But they understood that they needed to do something different if they were going to compete because at that point they wanted to compete, but nobody knew who Chris Jericho and Eddie Guerrero and Psychosis and Malenko and all those cruiserweights and Hoovy and Mysterio. But those were the guys that were like, oh man, did you see these guys? You didn't see them in WWE.
0: Yeah. And, and now this kind of leads into one something that happened on SmackDown that I wanted to talk about, which was the debut of, at least two members of Imperium. Gunther is now on the main roster. And when you saw past matches with Walter, you know, that those matches that he had with Dragunov, for example, brutal, powerful matches that everybody just was like, wow. You know, I mean, you would, you would see videos up of people like Shawn Michaels watching these matches and reacting to them is they were just that amazing you know, with the psychology and just how stiff they were working and what they were putting into it, and now Walter is now Gunther, and he is—they had him drop about forty pounds, and I didn't realize WWE had said, "Hey, we want you to lose some weight." And now he—I don't know—he—he looks—he's still hitting hard, but he looks cookie cutter. You know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's like there's a there's Everybody's a, factor, there's a factory there's a factory
1: mold. That
0: yeah, there's a factory mold. To okay, we want everybody to look this way. We want everybody to wrestle this way, and you know, it, 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 you know, to me, it hurts the product. But obviously, they're making money. So you know, to like fish, to your point, you know, do you, do you stray from that little formula? No, you, you you, you know, because all Vince McMahon cares about is making money.
2: And because that's all he cares about, he's going to do whatever it is that keeps making him money and doing what he's doing is what's making him money. As soon as it starts losing him money or not making as much as he thinks it should be making him, it will change. But that's the only way to affect change in the WWE is to have it come from the bottom line.
1: And that's when they had to change when WCW overtook him.
2: Yeah, right. That's when the Attitude Era came in because all of a sudden what they were doing wasn't working. Duke the dumpster drozzy nobody cared about. <laughs>
1: You know, look look at every woman now in WWE. There, everybody's hairstyle is different. Everybody's gear is a different color. Like everybody, it, it, it's literally like watching uh, American Idol. Like every individual is still part of the company, but everybody is their is is, is their own entity, individual entities that they mix together into that and you know nobody's nobody's kind of the same anymore they try to make sure they differentiate you know god forbid somebody had the same first name
0: yeah and, you know and, and that's done for marketing purposes merchandising things like that you know trying to find stuff that's going to stick and
1: right, styles which, that which, are going to which
2: is again the way that Vince makes his money
1: yeah i mean you, right but you know AEW can have Matt Jackson and Matt Hardy people know they're different but they can do that well, you know, it was kind of like when, you know, Shane Helms had to change his name because, you know, his name was Shane. He had to be Gregory or whatever it was. Yeah, that's right. Because there's a Shane McMahon. Like, anybody's going to confuse those two guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and it's it's funny when you see Imperium. Well, you know, we had, we had three people get stuck into the name randomizer for WWE. Obviously, Walter had already been turned into Gunther, but... Marcel Barthel from Bartel from uh, Imperium is now Ludwig Kaiser, and Raquel Gonzalez, who was wrestling on NXT, yeah, now is now Raquel Rodriguez. champion champions now Raquel Rodriguez,
2: and, and it, it, that makes really no
0: sense at all. And and I, and I just don't understand when you see that kind of stuff. What what's the point to me? Because if you're building them on NXT, wouldn't you want to just carry that? name that you've built up and bring it into the main roster instead of saying, oh, guess what? Uh You're now Wally, Wally Rick Tucker. Well, yes and, and no, because because it happened.
2: I actually, in my mind, I, when I was like, Raquel Rodriguez, wasn't that Raquel Gonzalez? So I had to actually look it up to make sure that I was correct. So now all of a sudden I'm looking at things that are WWE on the internet as well.
1: Which, maybe it's Ricardo Rodriguez's sister. Maybe,
2: maybe he'll come out now <laughs> with Alberto Del Rio. Sorry, but I'm just, I'm just, I just don't see the purpose. I, I completely agree with. You. What was the purpose of making Pete Dunn Butch?
0: I, I don't know.
1: I'll tell you what, though. A while back, if you remember, everybody who would come in would have a different name. They they would be over as indie guys, You know, Brian Danielson had to become Daniel Bryan, and The only person, once AJ Styles, who they probably never expected to get over as much as he did, came out as AJ Styles, the crowd went crazy. And then you saw for a few years Samoa Joe and everybody got to keep their name. You know, Keith Lee and Cross were probably the last two that were able to keep their name. Obviously, they changed Killer to Carrion, but... After that, it was almost like back to the nobody gets to keep their, their indie name and we're going to change it because that was when Triple H was bringing in Adam Cole and Bobby Fish, and everybody got to keep their Ring of Honor names. Now if you look, Sefa Fatu becomes Solo Sokoa. Pete Dunne was always Pete Dunne, but now he moved to the main roster, we're going to call him Butch. And now everybody's – now they're back to where nobody's using the the gimmick name that they came up with—it's the, now the gimmick name that WWE owns.
2: And Braun Breaker is another I- example of that
0: as well. Yeah, um, and 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 I to to a point I understand that when someone comes into. The, the spear of WWE that you... You give them a WWE a name. Name, name. WWE name for trademarking purposes. Right. but
2: when they're in WWE no. already under that, that name, name, why it, change, why change name? It. I, That I agree. You know. I, I, you know, and this is not what we're talking about, but I just brought up Braun Breaker. I, it was very interesting to me that they had him lose on Saturday, stand and deliver, then have him
0: win title on Monday Night Raw, which made no sense. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to WWE booking. Um, also on SmackDown, by the way, Lacey Evans is back. Yeah, yeah, are are you excited? Are you guys excited about Lacey Evans coming back? I was shocked that she came back before. I don't know
2: where Oscar is and Bailey is the other one, but uh, yeah, I think Lacey Evans looks in better shape now than I, than I'd seen her at any other point. D- does she have an impact? It depends if they. It depends on if they let her. She. I think she absolutely can. I think she can be a dominant force in the wrestling in the women's but, wrestling. But
1: who is she going to be ahead of? Charlotte Flair, Rousey, Bianca Belair.
0: And, of course, you already kind of teased did a Charlotte thing badly.
1: Yeah. You know, you know it's- Rhea Ripley, you got Sasha Banks. And, again, look at the matches. There might be, what, 12 matches, 13 matches, you know, six or seven on each show uh, every week row on SmackDown. And out of those 14 matches, probably three or four are women's matches. So you're talking eight or ten people. So how can how – can, Sixteen of them have an impact when only ten get to be on.
0: Yeah, it's it. It'll be interesting because of course she dropped the Southern Bell uh, gimmick and and now she's telling now her life story. Yeah, she's telling her life story and it looks like she's kind of going military. She was a U.S. Marine. It's it's, it's so, but the
2: way they the way they presented it is uh, is like out of nowhere that the whole, you know, she's come out of nowhere, risen from the ashes to be who she is now. Yeah, it's it was interesting.
0: I. I I guess you're trying to repackage and you know forget yeah, about what she it's did.
1: It's hard when you got 75 people and only 32 spots. So. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll see where it ends up, but I mean I I always about, liked Lacey. I mean I I think she needed to refine a few things in the ring, but I but overall I thought she was a a great character. And so. I, we can't have the show if you're talking
2: about repackaging and not bring up Ezekiel. Oh. Which is just the dumbest oh. thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, we can it, we can get or, to raw.
1: Is it
0: <laughs> Ooh,
1: it's okay, curveball, a guy, you know. And, you know, Elias came out, you know, the, the beard, all this stuff. At least they made him look like, okay, it could be. Why couldn't it be his brother? I see TV shows where it's like, oh, this is ridiculous. The guy looks exactly the same. You know, we haven't seen the guy in a year. He looks totally different. And other than making, what I don't get is if they're trying to move forward with this Ezekiel, Gimmick? Why do they goof and joke about Elias? Oh if that's where you're going, shouldn't you like try to sell it at least?
2: And that was my point: is that it it was with the Miz that he did it, right? And and the Miz said. I know you don't say that. I, you know it was Kevin Owens. It was Kevin. Oh, was Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. Yeah, was, Kevin I Owens. know who you are. You're Elias. Don't if you're trying to sell him as Ezekiel, then sell him as Ezekiel. Don't come in and have a Kevin Owens. I know you're Elias.
1: <laughs> I am so. You know what? It's... What was better than the twin Hebners? Oh, that were <laughs> as a referee. You no, know, I was just thinking about that the other. day. So, that, that did make uh, me think about that. To would be it be, be that one day Elias walks in right next to his brother? That would be hilarious. Like, well, you could do. I mean, you could do, do it. Twins. That's what they need to do. I'm telling you, yeah. I'm going to have to do it.
0: You find find someone that looks close to him, and you know, a little makeup and a wig and a beard, and and somebody's walking with Elias, but, and it, but, that why well, Walker is Ezekiel. Yeah. By the, but, by the way, we're on the Mark Hoke show here on KDWN 101.5 FM, 7:20 AM. I'm Mark Hoke, along with Andrew Fishfane and on the phone, Joe DeFalco. But I just want to know and, what what the, what the the the
2: think, the through line is, what the storyline they're trying to. Provide with Ezekiel is because his entrance meant nothing.
0: There's no storyline, but usually you you just heard the storyline. That's it. But usually you you, know this is going to get. You know that this is going to be a either a bomb or it's going to be a bomb that's going to be so bad that you will want to see what happens next.
1: Yeah, but man I don't see a high side. Needs a feud after Happy Corbin. Here we go.
0: Really, they're on different shows though. Who 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 can we put with Ezekiel? Because the whole thing with Kevin Owens is bad. Let's I, I'm I'm can't do Cody. Who would who would be fun? Not who? Veer Mahan. He's he's too he's too new in the. That, air. that was another one. I was like, Ugh. Oh. Cause now that by the way, that's the other match is Veer
2: Mahan versus Rey Mysterio on Monday night. Maybe that's it that? Veer Mahan and Rey Mysterio
0: Monday night. The, one of the longest awaited debuts of all time. Good lord, that took
1: forever. Wow, so Ray Mysterio's got a job out to the new guy, huh? Yeah, But, but Veer
2: Mahan <laughs> lasted longer than Emelina.
0: Veer Mahan and Emelina you know, have been the two longest push debuts ever. I swear to God. I'd go on Twitter and every day I'd see Veer Mahan's coming. I'm like, uh, Wait, wasn't he already geez. here? <laughs> I thought he was here. And, yeah, whatever. Um, I, I did want to talk real quick about Cody Rhodes coming out, too. And the uh, handshake with Seth Rollins, it seemed awfully strange. Well, it, more the, the promo, uh, talking about Dusty Rhodes. And you know, we, we had talked about how, where they're going to, the direction they're going to take Cody. It seems like they're going to take it the direction you were suggesting it. Well, you know, they set it up to be that way anyway, that it could go down that road. It could go down that road where, you know, where my suggestion was, you have McMahon a few between Rhodes. the fans and the Rhodes and the Rhodes family, uh, You know to prevent, you know because they they secretly hated Dusty for everything he did to him, blah blah blah, and you know you stop Cody from winning the championship, and now you know the first thing comes out, you know the picture was Dad holding up the title when he was in a match in seventy seven, and I I I don't think it was acting, I think Cody was choked up to almost oh he did he almost he 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 broke down a few times during that, so I mean I think he's really sincere about this and. You know, I'll I'll be interested to see where that goes, but like I said, I I think that you use Cody to draw upon the history of wrestling and the history of Dusty Roads, and that those tentacles are everywhere. I think I think it's I think it's a good move. I do too. I
2: still don't understand the handshake between him and Seth Rollins, though.
1: I don't know.
0: We'll see. I'm, I'm
1: Well, wasn't Seth really kind of a babyface before the whole Cody Rhodes and the WrestleMania I want to match gimmick? Didn't they kind of turn him with Owens to where, which was, that's why I thought it was weird, because now they both got presented as heels, yet they were just baby faces and they didn't do anything to become heels.
0: Rollins kind of ended up in a tweener spot there. Yeah, and he, he, <laughs> you know, he's never gone
2: full, he hasn't gone back to full-fledged heel nor full-fledged face. He's just been kind of crazy
0: with that maniacal laugh and the crazy outfits that he Which wears. Which I'm good with that if he wants to be a be a Danhausen and just kind of hang around. As to long together, as he's got the maniacal
1: sense. laugh, he doesn't need to be a healer or a face. Yeah,
0: and I will tell you, he's he's still one of the best wrestlers on the roster. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And I, I and I you know the, uh, I the mat the loss to Cody I think at WrestleMania it's it's going to be interesting to see where Seth Rollins goes from here too. You know, but we'll.
1: we'll you know out. why it was a either or a match. Uh, you know, I, nothing was lost on it. Cody Rhodes had to win. Seth Rollins gets plugged in wherever he is. But again, that you know, you used to talk back in the day. You look now. There's so many guys. You know, you talk about, wow, who can beat a Roman Reigns? Well, uh, Drew McIntyre could. Uh, Seth Rollins could. If uh, pushed right, a uh, uh, Kevin Owens could. You know, I see all those guys as as, as better. Randy Orton. You know, that's a guy. If he came after Roman Reigns, why wouldn't the the fans would buy into it immediately? You know, Cody Rhodes to me would be like the eighth or ninth choice.
2: Yeah, I mean, that high. Can you believe Shinsuke could beat Roman Reigns? No,
1: no, not the way he's been
0: presented. No, seven years ago. No,
2: oh, absolutely. And they've ruined Shinsuke, and that's beside the point. But you're right, and that's why I didn't know why they brought him out on SmackDown. But I'll throw another name out:
0: Braun Breaker.
1: Uh, I, I don't think he he's not right nowhere now, near ready. He's gonna oh, have I to, agree, and but that that has has to to drop, it, stopped them
2: before. He's going to have to drop that NXT title that he just re- regained, like I said, for no reason after he lost it, after he didn't get, gain it on Saturday, which made no sense why he lost right, it.
1: Right, like, why, I don't care how it is. Nobody's looking back into the exact reasoning why he lost. All anybody knows is Dolph Ziggler beat him, and then he beats Dolph Ziggler. It's like, again, Dolph Ziggler has not been presented in the, the brightest lights over the last... 10 years
0: he's he's like a rat but he's been a hell of a worker yeah no doubt about it he's done everything they've asked him to do and he gets
1: brad armstrong yeah
0: (laughs) but Dolph Ziggler can talk he he takes he gets that paycheck he says how high was your money jump mr mcmahon thank you very much and uh i'll I'll be rich (laughs) thank you sir (laughs) Have another consequences consequences as long as i'm rich all right boys thank you daffy we gotta wrap this up what a great two hours that was! That was fun.
1: Was that two hours? It only
0: felt like yeah. one.
2: we got we got another bonus hour, Joe. Stick around. I was gonna
1: say, might as well stay on. hurt by the other guy. They have lower ratings than us anyway. I know that because we're awesome. Everybody has lower ratings hey, than us.
0: Thank you, everybody, for listening. We certainly do appreciate it. Joe Fish. Another great job. Always fun
1: working with you. Yeah, I want to see a twenty-four hour extravaganza one weekend.
0: That we would be can do it. Amazing. Um, so, once again, uh, follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Uh, fish is the fish, 1969 Joe at FSW Vegas. Uh, Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show. MarkHokeshow.com. MarkHokeshow.podbean.com. I see people are downloading all our old shows. We appreciate it. Check them all out. And, of course, on your favorite podcast outlets live so Las is Vegas. Have a terrific rest of your weekend, and we'll see you soon.